Okay. Um, I have this like intro song that plays, but I'd rather just talk over it. Guys, um, it's another thrilling episode of Acting Childish with Christina Lundin. That's me. And today I have a guest. I'm so pumped. We had to reschedule a couple of times due to unforeseen circumstances, aka me having one of the worst hangovers of 2021 uh, and Bridget uh, having a work presentation that she needed to prepare for. So two totally very valid reasons. Um, but Bridget McGuire is my guest, if you didn't realize. Hi, Bridget. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You said you were a little bit hungover, but when you texted me and said that, I was like, well, I'm a little bit drunk, so maybe it was a good thing. I know. I love it. I wish I was in your shoes because, man, that hangover was a trip. I had to excuse myself from brunch, Easter brunch. It was just me and my parents and... I ordered, I ordered a Bloody Mary and I thought I could um, disguise my hangover, just put on my sunglasses and try to like be a little, be energetic. And then it just hit me and I had to go uh, take a nap in the car because I couldn't hang. <laughs> Have you ever, do you get bad hangovers? Yeah. Oh my really? God. What's the worst <laughs> hangover? Like, are your hangovers long or are they really intense for like a little bit? Um, I mean, both. And I think just the older, I feel like when I turned 28, which was like 10 years ago, that's when I realized I can't drink as much as I used to. Not that it really taught me any lessons, but, um, I feel like then I would, yeah, no, they last. And then the physical part will go away, but then the emotional part comes where you're Mm -hmm. like anxious. Yeah. I mean, it's usually a day unless, I don't know. I've gone on like a trip with my friends where we're acting like we're on spring break or something, then those usually takes a little bit to recover. But, right. Um, they're the worst. I could Drinking. do a whole podcast <laughs> on my hangovers and how bad they are <laughs> and how they also don't teach me lessons, just like you said. Um, no. So I, <laughs> I have this Topo Chico. <laughs> Look at how big this mineral water is. I've been hydrating so much lately because – now that it's hot, like I feel like I need even more water. Today is so hot. I had to turn on my AC. I know, I know. It's awesome. I lo- I mean, yes, it's great. It's great. I'm not oh. complaining at all. No. So um, where where do you live? Currently, I live yeah. in Chicago. Okay. Like what neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Or just what? Some- yeah. What what neighborhood are you in? I'm curious. Um, I'm like uh, I'm like border of old town and gold coast okay how long have you lived there i've been here for three years do you like it i'm I'm, my lease is coming up to an end pretty soon yeah i love this neighborhood i feel like it's just always busy i don't know i like my neighborhood's always busy but my building itself is quiet which Mm -hmm. i like like i don't like bump into people i don't have annoying neighbors no one besides i don't know it's not like i have like I don't know. It's like not, like a, you know, I feel like some buildings, it's like party scenes. It's like Melrose Place. Yeah. Where, I, I work in real estate. That. I know the, all the buildings that are party central and all the sleepy ones that are more, more for older people. Yeah. And I feel I'm probably one of the younger people in my building, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you have a dog that I just met and his yep. name is what? 
His name is Joe Mahoney, which was my grandpa's name, but we just call him Joe. I just call him Joe, Yes. I'm thinking about getting a dog too. I'm thinking about becoming you, Bridget. So I'm going to get a, a schnoodle. First of all, what's the breed of your dog? What what makes it? Schnoodle, which is like a joke. <laughs> we had a schnoodle growing up, but we got the dog for free. His mm-hmm. Her name was Clancy. And like my mom lied and said we had a fence because they're like, this dog runs away a lot. And Clancy ran away all the time. And also to the same house in our neighborhood, which we were like, was she reincarnated and like lived there and this is another life or something but like they always call me like we've got Clancy again we're like sorry we don't know why she likes you better than us but when I was looking for a dog seven years ago I was living in a different high rise I was single and I wanted to adopt but I had a hard time people didn't want to give me a dog Mm -hmm. uh they're like no a lot of these dogs need a lot of work and if you have a full-time job which I was like well isn't that better than like yeah, having a place that, you know, I was like, I have, you know, I can have someone come during the day. I feel like I was like, <laughs> I don't know. So I then thought, okay, well, I loved my dog growing up. So I was like, I'm going to look for a schnoodle. And I found him in uh, Stotts Schnoodle. I can give you the information in like Columbus, <laughs> Indiana. I want my own <laughs> schnoodle. Yeah. He's well, supposed to, he's supposed to be 25 pounds and he's only 14, which is actually, it worked out fine. But, oh, that's perfect. So yeah. Now that COVID's happened, I'm sure he's had the best year ever with you around oh. all the time. Yeah, but I do, I send him now that I'm like, I don't know, I send him now sometimes a couple days a week to stay care, which I know is ridiculous and a waste of money, but he likes it. And really? I feel like he likes to be with his friends twice I, a week. I feel like that too. My parents have a dog and he just like hangs out with my parents and I feel like he could use some bonding, but um yeah. He's a little late. I mean, he's a little old now, so. It's too late. It's yeah, point- too late. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, so you you mentioned you had a dog growing up. Uh, where did you grow up? I grew up in Western Springs, um, which is a Western suburb, um, which a lot of people don't always know, but it's next to LaGrange. Yeah. Which I think people know LaGrange. So, um, yeah, I grew up in Western Springs. I went to Lions Township High School. Big high school. Big high school. I went to Catholic grade school, but then big high school, big okay. public high school. Did you have a big Catholic family or do you? I mean, I do. I mean, I have two older sisters, mm-hmm. um, so it's not like I'm from a huge. My dad's one of six. My mom is one of three, which is actually kind of small for, like, people that grew up in the 50s and 60s. But, right. yeah, I mean, I have, like, tons of cousins on my dad's side and two on my mom's. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like, yeah, big Irish Catholics. So my parents are from outside of Chicago. That's oh, I love it. Just like a purebred Irish Catholic Chicago <laughs> family. Uh, do you guys celebrate St. Patrick's Day pretty hard? I mean, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm used to. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't. Did I celebrate? Well, no. This year was COVID. Right. Um, oh yeah, of course. People were celebrating because it was like a nice day yeah for once it was a nice day yeah and they actually did dye the river green yeah um no I mean we've cel- I've celebrated of course in the past and then have ho- had horrible hangovers um from St. Patty's but this year I don't think I did anything but you do you know, go just... home a lot or like see your family a lot still yeah so I my two older sisters live back in Western Springs where we grew up and they live a block away from each other oh my and gosh. they 
Yeah, and they each have three kids. So when the pandemic happened, you know, I was like, okay, they're like, you're off, well, not off work, but you're going to work from home until April 7th, which clearly I'm still at home. Um, So I just like moved in with my one sister. um, And then I actually ended up like living there for two months because otherwise I was, the city wasn't open. You know, I couldn't do anything downtown. Like there was no point of me being really downtown. Yeah. Like, it so, was empty. Uh, there was, yeah, there was nothing to do. I went home like every other weekend and would just like stay through the weekend into the week and just like hang yeah, out. <laughs> I don't, I like, you know, people weren't seeing each other. Stuff wasn't open down here. Um, it was cold. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like you could even go outside. So I just, it was actually, it will look back on, it was a hilarious, like, I mean, obviously sad and scary but like two months living with my sister and her three kids was really funny I bet you had like the best times too with like you probably wouldn't have hung out with your nieces and nephews as much like but not as like day in day out yeah so you you definitely like claimed your spot as favorite aunt right I mean, <laughs> was that already locked in? <laughs> no, they like, I, I always, I'm like starting to do like bits about them because they're <laughs> such little bullies. And like, I feel like they're not, <laughs> I feel like some of the things they say, I'm like, I would never have said that to my aunt, but I don't know if people just don't take me seriously or. <laughs> well, you are in comedy. And so Bridget is a comedian. Did you do any shows over quarantine over zoom or or mic I think I did one Mm -hmm. um which maybe you did too with like Pat Truer oh yeah (laughs) and then um I did two outdoor shows last September okay but and then I I actually and then I did two like private zoom shows uh this winter okay which I I mean you do I mean they're fun they're awkward but yeah, they're they're it's like something to do and I they always end up being like fun and I'm always like that was a, that was fun. It was fun to tell jokes. Um yeah. but like man, I like have been to maybe like three open mics since mics started happening again and it's it's like starting over. I like don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't been to a mic yet. Um But you oh. got um a show right yes so I um co-produce all that good stuff with Maddie DiPaolo and Mm -hmm. Mary Kate Beck who they had started it and they're from Beverly the South Side where my dad lives now my parents are divorced um and he moved back to the South Side but um so then when Maggie went on maternity leave basically Mm -hmm. that's what we called it Uh, well she did but Mm -hmm. I took over and like helped produce a couple of their shows and then now the three of us do it together so super excited we're bringing um, one of the shows to LaGrange where I'm from and then we're doing another one back in Beverly have you done one of the shows yet no I should submit to your guys' show well no I mean we can (laughs) no but first I need to first I need to learn how to tell a proper joke uh can I practice on you? I'm kidding. No. <laughs> we should do a little writing session. But, okay, um, let's chat about what you were like as a kid because you as an adult is, like, more fun than, like, a lot of kids. So, like, I just, like, imagine you as, like, the biggest ball of energy with, like, the biggest personality. And I just want you to tell me a little bit about what you were like 
Oh yeah. I mean, I'm the youngest. So I was just always, my, my sisters are um, each two years older than me. So we're all, we were all like, you know, right in a row. And um, I just wanted to like keep up with them as much as I could. Um, like I remember my mom tells the story when I was like two, it was like Cabbage Patch Kids were very in. And she and like her best friend who had two daughters that were the same ages as my sister's kids, they found like four left Cabbage Patch Kids at like a Toys R Us like a few days before Christmas. And my mom's like, oh, my two-year-old won't notice if she doesn't get it too. Mm-hmm. But I guess I got some like yellow rag doll and I like <laughs> threw it across the room and like screamed because I was like, I want a Cabbage Patch Kid too. They're like, oh, shoot. So I feel like a lot of my childhood was like catching up. Like, and also I kind of think typical youngest, like loud and um especially you know when I'm younger I mean I feel like I you know kind of matured I hope a little bit as yeah. I got a little bit older. but um yeah it's kind of loud wild um really boy crazy mm-hmm. um always in trouble for talking um or I mean, yeah, I just that yeah, and then my sisters probably would describe me as like the most annoying person on the planet <laughs> until I probably got to be like in high school or something. But until then, I mean, it was like I don't know. I was like fourteen, and I remember I found cigarettes in my sister's room, and I like broke them all, which was funny because then when I was like sixteen, I started smoking, and I was like, oh, I wish I had those cigarettes. <laughs> Damn, you broke them all. Was she? Yeah, pissed? you know, probably like try to. I don't know how she got. You may them, have saved. Like, you may have saved her life, though. Yeah. Maybe. No. I don't. Know. I think she. Well, no, she doesn't smoke anymore, but she did as a teenager. Hey, if you if <laughs> you're bad. if you're a smoker, you had lower chances of getting COVID. So, like, jokes on non-smokers. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, does that count if you smoked like from like sixteen to? 22 or is it just like if let's, you like smoke? let's call let's call our resident doctor um yes wait is this gonna be An- live I'm anthony like, oh. Fau- or <laughs> dr fauci what what's his first name and anthony. 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 anthony 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 yeah it just sounds so like oh anthony fauci mm. <laughs> i think hot, he's so cute. hot guy i know we we stay on anthony fauci md uh um so i i yeah so i got it i got it right you were all kind of a wild outspoken boisterous child uh was it fun having two older sisters did you guys like yeah have some of the um, same like friends did you guys spend like time together out like outside totally of, especially yeah. the more that we got older and like well the weird thing too about my high school lt is like one of like only a handful of schools in the country that have two different campuses. So oh, like yeah. freshman New Cheer yeah. is the other one. That's that's where I went. Oh, so okay, mm-hmm. okay. so you it's new yeah, I think yeah. So freshman and sophomore went to one. Mm-hmm. And then is New Cheer just freshman at one? Yeah, it's crazy. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So that kinda sucks for freshmen because then you're like really starting. You're like isolated, point. like yeah. Yeah, no, so LT is, like, freshmen and sophomore go to school in Western Springs at South Campus, and then juniors and seniors go to North Campus. So my sister, so we were never in high school at the same, we were never, like, at the same campus at the same time. So it was funny, because she'd wear an outfit on, like, Monday, and I'd wear it Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we all went to the same college. We all went to U of I. Oh, nice. But I was never there with my oldest one. 
Wait, you went there? No, no, no. I just, uh, nope. My brother went there. So by association, I still have only been there one time. He was supposed to, he graduated this year. And obviously that graduation ceremony was moved to our, our living room. Uh, but (laughs) did you like U of I? Yeah. So fun. I mean, I would say the only thing is that I did do everything well no I, I studied abroad and my sisters didn't so that was something I did different but I feel like everything else I just kind of like I look back and they'd be you know they'd be like oh you don't have to go to that class and stuff and now I'm like I should have gone to that class or like I mean, yeah they talked the ways too soon like I kind of like didn't I don't know I mean yes I had a total blast yeah. I sometimes I'm like I wish I like paid attention more and like you know really whatever Probably how a lot of people feel eventually about college. Oh my gosh. If I could do it, if I could do it over, I would go to all my classes. I, well, I went to Miami of Ohio, which is, it was, yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, but I, I could have been a better student, of course, but you know, no regrets at all. No, we're, we, we're, we made it. <laughs> we graduated. Yeah. Where'd you study abroad? Let me guess. Either Italy or like Ireland or London. Um, Italy. I studied in Verona, Italy. Ooh, that sounds like a more smaller, like a it smaller is. city. Um, the Romeo and Juliet town. It's near Venice, or it's like probably an hour from Venice. So it's a northern city. My best friend had actually. When I was 17, her family was going to Italy for two weeks Mm -hmm. and her brother was like 22 and just got his first job out of college. And so he couldn't go. And so they like asked if I wanted to go. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I know. I know. I just. That's so fun. Fell in love with the country. And so I knew, I knew no matter what I was going to do in college is that I would study abroad. And I actually, I remember like wanting to go to England because I like had a crush on Prince William. Like I was going to meet him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, same. And I think, like, the program in Verona was a lot cheaper, and it was, like, my second – it was right there with England, and my best friend who had taken me to Italy when I was 17, she was going to be two hours away in a different town, so it all worked out. I had the best time, like, the best – I, like, tell every high school kid or college kid, I'm like, you better study abroad. Oh, my gosh. It was – yeah, I agree. It was the best yeah. – I, I wish I – I wish I had studied abroad for, like, a year. I went to Seville, Spain. Uh- and I was got really good at speaking Spanish, and then now I'm I don't know Spanish. I feel like at all. I know it's too bad. Did you learn Italian? I did. Um, I think I learned. My best friend is fluent, and I think hearing her talk to them, I was able to actually pick up better on it because it was like in her accent, like mm-hmm. in her. She you know what I mean. So yeah. I feel like I kind of yeah. I mean, I could definitely. It's been so long. Um, like I've gone back, um, a handful of times and like, I, I can like get to ordering and I can like do that type of stuff. But like, I don't know. I feel like I kind of people, I get lost after like, if they ask me like serious questions, I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the English let's, here. <laughs> let's just bring, bring me the wine and pasta. No, I remember going to Florence, Italy to visit a friend who was studying there and like had the best pasta of my life that's so good all the food i miss there. I, I miss so it. everyone like loses weight when you study abroad because they're like we walked so much i was like we would take cabs <laughs> to mcdonald's sometimes and get like dopio cheeseburgers like double cheeseburgers like 
I remember being like, oh my, like that's, I like gained the freshman 15 and junior year. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it's a city where like carbs rule and like, it's just like everything is like an indulgement you're indulging in like everything I mean well then I feel like we were used to drinking like Miller Lights right and then they didn't have any like light products so it was like these heavy whole gardens and because we were monsters we'd have like you know 12 or something <laughs> that was me on Saturday oh man this is bringing back I didn't have whole gardens obviously <laughs> can you imagine though oh no but they are good god a whole mm-hmm. garden sounds good I know I have these bells run in my fridge that I just bought like on a whim and it's like a good summer it's like 75 degrees right now right sunny outside it's beautiful um Um, so so, okay I I still want to talk about abroad because I don't know why it's just like seems now like the world is opening up it seems like we're so close to like actually traveling again uh, where did you travel to while you were abroad besides Verona or did you spend most of your time there? We spent a lot of time in Italy. I did. Um, mm. but I did go to Paris and London. We like went skiing in the Swiss Alps, which I don't ski. And I like literally like rolled down a mountain and I walked down the mountain then. Cause I was like, what the hell am I doing in an Alp? Like I've gone skiing. Like, yeah. That's, like- that's for like the real, like intense yeah. skiers. Um, Oh, we went to Oktoberfest. Oh, oh that's yeah, that's 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 like something that I wish I would have done. Oops, I got to do it again. That's one that I would like to do. We went for like literally 24 hours and got this, this is not a good sounding podcast, but I woke up on a horse and buggy. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> please, um, please go, go on and tell me how this happened. Like we... I don't know. You know, I am not a big pot smoker and I never have been. I just not like, I just am not good at it. And we had been drinking these huge beers out of those huge mugs or whatever. And um, uh-huh. then we like sat outside. It was a beautiful fall day. And we like met these people that gave us pot, which is probably so dumb. Like, who knows I who mean, they were? I mean, that's when you're going to do dumb things is when you're in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like was like I have to go to the bathroom, and then I was just so messed up, and I just got lost for hours, and I couldn't find my way back. And my friends had my backpack, which I had my like passport, and my we took the train there. My passport, my money, oh my, my phone. Oh my god! And I don't know how the hell, but somehow I basically woke up on a horse and buggy in front of the Munich train station. Oh, was there a horse? <laughs> was there so there was a horse in front of you? I was like in a carriage ride. <laughs> oh my gosh, Bridget, this story is the most epic thing I have. I have so many questions. I, well, first of all, like that's first. Thing- you. I'll never get the answer. So that is scary. Like that reminds me of so scary. For like, I would never let my kids ever go there. I'll be like, no, I know what I did. And I mean, it just like, like you're just like, thank God, like I'm alive, like. I've done a nice. I like woke up. I was like, wait, oh my God, I'm still in fucking Munich. And so then we swear on this. And then I like, I don't know how I paid the guy because uh-huh. I don't have any money. Or no, maybe I had. Did you ride the horse and buggy somewhere? I taxi, right? Oh, okay. I don't <laughs> and so then maybe I did have, um, you know what? 
I had like those change purses that you get in college that everyone kept their IDs in. Oh, stuff. sure. Yeah. That had on me. That's all I had on me. Did you have your digital camera that you carried around on your yes. wrist? No. no. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it probably was in the backpack that was missing. Yeah. And so then there was also a girl on our trip who didn't drink, maybe half a beer, and she did not really care for. I think I just annoyed the shit out of her. And she wanted to go with us. And the group that I hung out with in Verona were pretty wild. Mm-hmm. And like, just, we were, you know, 20 year old idiots used to drinking like crazy. And so I was like, do you really want to go with this group of people? Like, <laughs> do you know what you're getting yourself into? <laughs> yeah. She was super nice. And she was like, I just really want one of those. This, I mean, I don't know if they still were popular. I know you're younger than me, but like everyone had these Munich Oktoberfest sweatshirts that were like navy blue and they had like the big Oktoberfest sign on and like if people studied abroad it was like the cool thing to get one so she really wanted one and I had purged okay so we lost her during the day too like I don't know (laughs) see ya guy friends like why are you at Oktoberfest and you don't drink no fa- I mean it is kind of like a I also cool like we'll event. buy you the sweatshirt and bring it back for you like you don't I mean she probably wanted to like see yeah like, it's it's a cool thing to go to um but but it was so dumb I mean the whole we, we look we took a train from Italy to Germany at one in the morning we bought all these expensive tickets but it was like the third floor of the Titanic it was like we were in between the carts on the train we they, the seats weren't there that we bought and then we drank before we like went out because we're like, well, we should be on the train at one o'clock in the morning. We might as well go out at 10 o'clock and have oh, some no. drink. And then we like kind of slept on the train, woke up, got to Munich at like seven or 8 a.m. And then just went out. Like it was like. <laughs> like, of course. And, um, and then our, our train left at like eight o'clock that night. We literally had 12 hours to spend there. We didn't stay overnight. Are you serious? Dumb, <laughs> That's it? Oh, dumbest God. planning. <laughs> and so I somehow make it to the train station before the train after waking up on the horse and buggy, which probably was like five o'clock at night. Uh-huh. And I buy another ticket, even though later I found the ticket like in my pocket huh. and for like 70 euros, I had no money. Uh-huh. And then I get, and I'm like, uh, and I'm now I'm like awake from being whatever, I mean, who knows what I smoked, to be honest. Like, yeah. I mean, well, I think it was just pot, but I mean, I'm sure, I don't know. I don't like, know what they do in Germany, but that's, but that's a cr- <laughs> So crazy. I'm like, okay, so I'm like, ba- I'm with it. So I'm like sitting here and I'm like, I just need to stay by this train and not move until like the train comes. And I'm like looking for my friends, but I'm like, who knows where they are. And yeah. so, uh, all of a sudden I'm like sitting by the train, like literally rocking. Like I just have to get on this train to get back to Italy and I'll be everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. And then I hear like Bridget and it's the girl on the trip that doesn't drink. And I'm like, oh, oh, hi. Oh my God. And I'm like, she's like, I've been missing. I like couldn't find you guys for like eight hours. I was like, I was on a horse and bucky. <laughs> I didn't find anyone either. So she, we ended up all day on the same train and not knowing like she and I went together. I remember we like went to the Burger King, the train station and she was like sober and pissed. And I was just like trying not to freak out. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared of her. And then I got my backpack back and she was like, I never got a sweatshirt and I had gotten a sweatshirt and I gave it to her. Cause I just felt so bad for her. Oh. I guess that was nice of me. Um, so, but nice. anyway, yeah. so I don't know. I do. I feel like, Oh God, you know, it's so true when your parents would be like, I know what I did. It's like, I know what I did. 
Yeah, every, I mean, back when there, like, weren't phones, this would happen all the time. People would just go missing and then just reappear. Like, I'm glad, I'm glad you were out, like, during the day and didn't, like, sleep overnight, like, in this horse and buggy. That would have been scary. If I woke up in Munich, like, the next day, which was, like, a Sunday. Oh, I mean, everyone had, everyone at least who, I, I don't know, likes beer as much as we do and likes to have fun has that story that maybe kind of shook them a little bit and like you literally need to get out of the country like (laughs) I know I know I know but wow that that might go down that's you you okay so your story on singles only podcast was mind-boggling do you remember the story you told about the guy I've been on twice and he uh, he like you hurt yourself like real bad right Oh, one my lung class? Yeah. Oh my gosh, now I'm remembering the whole story. We don't really have time for the whole story, but you can give like top line. <laughs> oh my god, it was such a nightmare. But you like you're okay now, right? Yeah. yeah. But I, so I was scary. and honestly they were like, I can't believe you walked around for like five days. Like I went to Amy Schumer the next night. Yeah. Um, which this whole podcast makes me sound like the biggest trauma. Well no, <laughs> But you have your you have your shit together. You have a job and you like have a dog, so dog and job. This is just you know we all learn and live. I mean, this was I don't know. I was in my early thirties and I was dating this guy pretty seriously. We were supposed to go to Ireland on Christmas Day, and the day after Thanksgiving, we were supposed to go to his friend's like cottage for the night. But his friend's wife got sick, and so we were like, I don't know. I feel like we just like decided to make like a fun bar bar crawl day just the two of two of us and we had like a fun day and uh, we both had been drinking and when we came home that night he like fake to pants me on the stairs <laughs> as all like great boyfriends do I know yeah. I like yeah and um I fell down the stairs and in the morning I like woke up and I was like holy shit and my I was like oh my god I'm in so much pain and he was such a jerk he was so weird. He like kept giving me Advil, and then he'd be like, "Well, someone shouldn't have drank so much last night." I'm like, "You were drunker than me, and mm-hmm. you also are the one that did this." Yeah. Like, and I wasn't blaming him. I wasn't like mad at him. It was like a stupid joke gone wrong. But long story short, like I was like, "Well, I'm going to Amy Schumer tonight," and then like Sunday, so that was like that was Friday when it happened. Sun- Saturday I went to Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. Sunday, like we I remember we saw a movie, and then like Monday, I was kind of like. I like to run a lot and I was like, I'm in pain. Like I, like it's hard you to, you were like, running with a collapsed lung. No, oh my no, God. but I, I wanted to run, oh, right. but I used to walk to work and I was kind of like, I'm kind of winded from walking and I was still in pain, but I was like, well, even though my lung kind of hurts, I'm like, maybe I, I thought maybe something happened with a rib, but I feel like you can't do anything if you like break ribs. Yeah. I don't know. So I didn't run. And then by like Tuesday, I was like, maybe I should get this checked out. I went to my doctor. She was like, everything sounds fine, but we won't know until you get an x-ray. And then I went to get the x-ray and then the guy was like, the, I was like, don't freak out, but you have a pneumothorax. He's like, don't Google it. And then I Googled it and it said collapsed lung. He's like, it's not collapsed, but it's, there's a whole You Google, you Googled it. <laughs> and then the lady was like, I can't believe this happened five days ago. She's oh. like, your youth is on your side. Like if you were in your sixties, you probably wouldn't be here. I was like, Jesus. Oh but long story short, the guy that I was dating, like wouldn't, come get me and my mom came to the hospital I had to wait there five hours to make sure that like the hole didn't get worse and it didn't because they're like it happened five days ago but they're like we just want you to monitor it and then they're like this will sew up back on its own but it was kind of like should I be flying with a 
hole in my lung in a month or whenever we were going to yeah on Christmas we didn't go we broke up two weeks later I mean he didn't want to pick me up from the hospital mm-hmm. um and then he also didn't want to pick me and then that night like I would always stay at his house and he lived in Humboldt Park and I lived like in the loop and I was like could tonight could you ever come and stay at my place tonight and he's like Bridget do you want my work to suffer and I was like uh, I was in the hospital today. My work did suffer today. I didn't, I had like went to lunch to get an x-ray appointment and never came back and like had to tell my boss. And I was like, listen, I'm too old for this. If you don't want to come get me, we're done. And then he was like, fine, I'll pick you up. And fine. I was like, okay. Gosh, you're such a The thing was his family was so awesome that like when we did break up, I was like sad because I like had so much fun with his family. Like his sister was super cool and her mm-hmm. husband and the parents were so nice. And like they called me and they were like, are you okay? We heard what happened. And I'm like, why doesn't your son care <laughs> what happened to me? And I also wanted to be like, he kind of did this. Like it was a joke that went wrong yeah. and we've been drinking. So I wasn't like, I was mad at him, but I was like, he didn't tell them how it happened. He said that I was drinking and that we, that we had been drinking and I fell. And I'm like, no, you fake to pants to me when I was drinking and I jumped. God, did he? I get really gosh, <laughs> I'm like, I get so heated about things like that. Like, he didn't even did he apologize like after the fact, like any at all. He, he had a hard time as I realized uh, apologizing for anything. Yeah, yeah. Which I like apologize forever. I apologize for like. Oh my things. gosh, same. Yeah. We need to I'm stop like, oh, that. I'm sorry, you depants me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like <laughs> sorry you, you me. Your work is suffering, died. and yet I'm almost, and I almost—I almost died. Yeah. Another the thing that made me so mad is that the night before he like played video games with a friend. I'm like, okay, so you could play video games, but you couldn't funny. come see. So the night before, like, um, he couldn't come see you because he was playing video games or something. Is that what yeah, you're, I yeah. mean, it was like, yeah, it was yeah. Well, good that riddance. Was, that was a long time ago, but yeah. yes, but it is a nutty story. I have, uh, I was did another singles only, which you <laughs> did. Have I listened to it? Oh gosh, I, I did a summer with Maggie and Paul. That podcast was fun. Yeah, I know. I like hearing uh, about people's dating woes and the, stories. Um, comedians. comedians have pretty interesting stories about dating. Um, Anyway, we're we're at like thirty four, man. Time. I know we didn't really talk. We didn't really talk about your childhood because I wanted to talk about all the fun stuff. Well, I guess my childhood. (laughs) I mean, maybe study abroad is somewhat childhood. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you're definitely still a kid for sure. And man, that story was freaking classic. My my listeners are gonna really like that. They're gonna love you. And where can where can my listeners follow you? <laughs> well, they can follow me at bmcguire eighty two at or at gmail.com. <laughs> Email me. I know. Also, I'm like that. Ninety five at bmcguire eighty two. Okay, beautiful. Um, well, it was great chatting with you. Thank I can't you. wait to see you IRL, and we can laugh about the waking up in a the back of a horse and buggy. I know. I should probably make that into a bit. Bro. Um. Yes. I don't know how. You're, wel- I- you're welcome. I just got you your Netflix special. <laughs> it's called Br- Bridget. Bridget's Bridget wakes up in a buggy. That's <laughs> it's a working title. All right. I'm gonna stop the recording before I say anything else dumb. Okay. <laughs> I hope. Um- I hope-